Gone Girls podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls podcast. The Gone Girls podcast show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gone Girls. Welcome to the Gone Girls. My name is Ankara Savone. I'm Shauna Lane. And we are here with Kelly Warren. Ah, that was dope. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Gone Girls podcast. Thank uh, you for having us here. I appreciate you guys coming out. <laughs> Thank you for having us at Rancho Vigano. Yes, in Harlem on 116th and 2nd Avenue. Yes, this is the best damn hallway in Spanish Harlem. <laughs> Uh, what's the name of the show that you are producing here? Are you producing the Love Jones. Yeah, the, the Love, Love Jones. Jones. Yeah, because when I was on the West Coast, I used to promote parties. Okay. And uh, I used to have this Love Jones show with uh, Ebro from Hot 97. He was in Portland working with the radio station. So we had, it was like poetry, and we had a live band that would play like light music behind the poetry readers. Oh. So I wanted to bring that here, but I started doing comedy, and I was like, I got to bring comedy into the mix. And... Oh, so that's the show that's going to happen tonight. Yeah, sometimes that's- we get a couple poets, sometimes we get a couple live performers. Uh, since we have the podcast tonight, I'm sure that both of those won't be showing up and it'll just be comedy tonight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's all that's right. So it's cool, fun though. with just comedy yeah. and hookah. There's a hookah. Mm-hmm. Hookah's here. And good food. And good food. It smells delicious in mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I'm going to have a quesadilla later. Yes. I'm going to eat my feelings. You should eat your feelings, Shauna. Yeah. Uh, so you're from Portland? Yeah, I'm from Portland, Oregon. Uh, born and raised. Uh, uh, went to college at Cal State Bakersfield um, on a basketball scholarship. Whoa. B- yeah, business major. How tall are you? I'm like 5'11", 6 foot with my shoes on. Yeah, um, are you a guard yeah. player or yeah. 6'2 yeah. with your heels? Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, we was real good in um, college. Won, uh, went to four Final Fours. Won two national championships. It was Division um, Two school, NCAA Division Two school, but you know, we uh, we That's did awesome. we did good. And when did you start doing comedy? Uh, 2012. First show wow. in New York Comedy Club, June 12, 2012. June 13, 2012. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Whose show was it? Was it Al's show? Steve Aaron's. Oh, Steve Aaron. Oh, wow. You did. Steve Aaron's. The he's a little guy. I'm, I'm, it was, okay, I had only been going to one open mic every Thursday. I would go to this open mic at uh, uh, 13th Street, 11th Street Cafe. Um, it was um, Monica Vita, Kevin Williams, and Mike Brown. Mike Brown asked me to come out to it. I was hosting a book reading. Okay. Um, I, I used to go there, and people were like, you got to go to other open mics. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm loyal. I'm loyal. Yeah. And then it was like, nah, nah, seriously, go to other open mics. So I go to New York Comedy Club, and I didn't even do the mic yet, and the Steve Aarons dude comes up to me and is like, you have a twinkle in your eye. I was like, what? <laughs> Who are you talking to, man? He was like, no, not like that. I want you to do my show, but you got to bring like three to five people. I didn't really know about bringers or none of that. Yeah. I was just like, I can do that. Cause yeah. People had been, like, trying to come out to, uh, like, open mics that I was doing. But I was like, man, I'm not ready yet. Wait till I know. I'm, that's you know. how I feel. I'm like, I'm, I don't think I'm ever... I guess they say you're never going to be ready, right? You just got to... Yeah. You, you always feel like you're not ready. Like, an artist never feels like it's done. You're yeah. always growing. You're always yeah, and ready. I think there's a difference between really not being ready, where you're yeah. like, I am way too green, and yeah. where you're like, I just don't want to do it yet, I'm scared. Yeah. And not people ready. are so excited when they know that you're doing comedy, because it's like, 
Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, well, they want to come see it. It's that though, but I work in a barbershop in Harlem, so it's more than just they want to. They want to see you bomb. Hell yeah. They want to <laughs> see you bomb. Right. Right. You talk crazy that's at work truth. all day, really and let's that. see if you what you do down there. That's like, yeah. They wanted to see me crumble. Ouch. <laughs> so how did it go? How did the first show go? So the first show, um, number one, I mean they came out like crazy. It was like twenty seven people. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, and and so like the, the room was packed, and everybody was like, "Yeah, like who's this Kenny Warren dude?" But it, it was to me, I knew that they were there because they wanted to see me crumble. Right. Some Aww. people wanted to see me do good, but most was like, "Yeah, let's yeah." That's heck of so, I don't know. It's like people were telling me all different stuff that I should do. Don't worry about it. Don't don't do your material. You just be natural. And it's yeah. like, what are you talking that's about? Like that's advice. no. And then um, so I get up there on stage and the air started like moving like that movie Wanted when it was like curving bullets and I just went to a zone like when I used to play basketball and it just was so felt so good yeah I felt like okay this is what it is now like I lost you know I can't play ball anymore I lost a step I'm old but this this right here is that feeling again yeah so it went good, and I just... Then you got bit by the bug. Now we got bit by the bug. That yeah, was it. Right. The first time I went on stage, I felt like similar, but I felt like it was... I felt like I was conducting an orchestra with the laughter, and I was that was my zone. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I could tell... I could just, like, feel, like, the waves of the laugh. And that was so cool. I never felt that again. I mean, like, people laugh, but, like, that whole orchestra feeling was cool. Yeah. You're going to chase that high for oh, a yeah. long time. Yeah. It's like a crackhead. Yeah, it's, seriously, it is. It's like a drug. It is. Yeah. Totally. And I'm like, no, I'm too tired. I shouldn't. Uh, and then I do. I wait, sit somewhere for four hours waiting to go up. I go up, and then I'm like, oh, my God. I can't wait to do this again. <laughs> yeah, I still get real, real nervous, too, right before I go on all the time. Just like, like naturally. Like, I'll be yeah. acting cool. People are like, yeah, Kenny, you're, yeah. you're about to go rip it. And I'll, and I'll be over there like. I get nervous and too. Then, yeah, when they're saying all this stuff, yeah, and Kenny Warren and comics cutting comics, and I'll be like almost trembling, and then they say my, and then I just. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. cutting comics, cutting comics is your your web series, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, my uh, I just started it this year. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's getting a lot of hype. Like I've heard about it a lot from a lot of people. Yeah, um, well, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's organic. It's the, the barbershop. It just happened, like, a lot of the uh, comedians was coming to get haircuts from me. So a couple comics, like Bob Kitson uh, and uh, and Barry Ribs was always yeah. like, man, Kenny, man, this is a show, man. Do you know Barry Ribs? Yeah. Okay. They were like, yo, this is a show, man, C- cutting comics. And I was like, well, I'm a comic. And it was like, comics cutting comics. It was funny, though, because one of my boys, uh, um, Kevin Goatee has a show called Comics Watching Comics. Oh. The funniest thing is that I was on the pilot for oh, that. Really? I was on the pilot, and it was before Comics Cutting Comics because people always ask me, and I'm just like, well, it don't matter. I, I when, when I went on and did that pilot, I didn't know that that would go as far, or I didn't know that this yeah. would get the, you know, as far. Yeah, you just you're just do doing it, and you just see what happens, happens, and, you know, but they're like, well, who was first? He was first. But we got different concepts, and it's yeah, not... Yeah, it, it sounds different. Yeah. 
That's so cool, though. Did you set the timer? Yeah, I did. Okay, great. Um, okay, so we watched a movie. We 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 made you watch the White Chris a White Christmas. Yeah, White Christmas. I thought that was I don't racial. Know, you, you got yeah. So Kenny's black. African American origin. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, can you watch White and we're Christmas? We're in Harlem right now. We're like, watch White Christmas. I was like, White Christmas. And then we're gonna come interview you about it, and we're all gonna review it. Oh, we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> I have never seen that movie, I and so that. I said to my boyfriend, I was like, well, you know, this is the movie, he wasn't listening to me, though. I was like, we have to watch White Christmas for the podcast, so let's watch it this weekend. Yeah. And then, I, I think it was on Saturday, we start watching it, and he's, like, really emotional about it. I got emotional. The, okay, no, but this, the, the, it wasn't during an emotional part of the uh, movie. He oh, just, oh, and then he part? looks at me, and he was like... Do you want to make this a tradition? We'll make it a tradition. We'll watch it every year. And I was like, that's so sweet. Okay, I don't get it, but all right, whatever. And then we had to stop watching it because we had to go to some, we had to go to a party. Okay, and then the next day I was like, we have to finish watching the movie. You know, we're reviewing it. And he was like, oh, you're doing it for the podcast? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, I thought it was your family tradition. <laughs> and so I wanted to continue the family tradition. Oh. And I was like, no. Got yeah, that's why he got emotional. He thought you anyway, wanted to do Kenny tradition. faded out big time on that story. Oh. Yeah, he, hated <laughs> he hated my story. <laughs> oh, no. You should, you should tell that story on Comics Comics. Make everybody fall asleep. I was watching White Christmas. Go get out of the barbershop. Anyway, I love the movie. It was great. I give it 10 pillows. Yes, we rate it. Well, so, okay, you had a pro- you watched some of it, Kenny? A little bit. Okay. He remembered watching I, it in his I, childhood. Right, but then I went and did a review of it and <laughs> did the preview, and I was like, oh, yeah, I saw this. But I like I like those, um, you know, those movies are good. <laughs> they're old school. They're good, you know, they're, they're feel-good movies. I love movies with white people, no, they're, they're only white people. No, when I was young, growing up, that was the movies that we had to watch. You, you, you watch the, these shows when you get out of school, you come home, and that was what was on TV, <laughs> these black and white movies. And it wasn't when they said black and white. It had nothing really to do with black. It was just <laughs> well, black you know and what's white. interesting. So <laughs> when we when we reached out to Kenny about watching the movie, and he made a joke, and he's like, "Oh, white Christmas is a racial thing," and I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Are you comfortable doing this?" He's like, "No, of course, let's do it. Whatever, right?" And then uh, so as I was watching the movie, I was like looking to see like if there was racial different like oh uh, you know because now I'm aware because I'm just thinking well, wait Christmas it's about Christmas and snow whatever no big deal but because we made it I'm like oh I wonder if there's any like racial diversity in it and no, oh, no. there was no Spanish black there were all white people there but wasn't even really people with dark hair. Not even when they went to Florida. No, no, no. One of the dancers, one of the dancers had really dark hair, and he had dark skin too. Actually. But we're talking about this is in '54, right? Yeah, 1954. and I wouldn't have even noticed it though. Mm. I would have never even looked out for it or anything. Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye. Not Bing Crosby. I mean, but Danny was... Kaye. I've never really watched Danny Kaye. He is amazing. He's so charming. He's very charming. He was so charming. I couldn't stop watching him the whole movie. Well, I would... I My childhood him. is the Bing Crosby's the, that that Christmas album. I mean, I mean, it's like the Anderson Sisters, Bing Crosby and the Anderson Christmas, oh. the White Christmas. Anyway, oh. so I put it together. I was like, oh, it's. Interesting, I never knew that, but... My mom used to sing that song all the... Because I have three sisters, so my mom always sang, Lord, help the mister who comes between me and my sister. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> no, I loved it. I love that. old movies. Yeah, it was fun. 
Yeah, it was fun. You do, you the need- dancing. <laughs> I mean, what would you? Yeah, what, what, did you, you what would you? What would you rate I, it? I, I, I think I used to like I Love Lucy. Yeah. Because I thought Ricky Ricardo was was smooth. You know, I thought you know, and was, and, and, and in real life too. Yeah. He's a ladies man. Well, you know, and uh, other than I mean, I watched. I grew up. You know, we all grew up watching Gilligan's Island and all of that. But it was, it was you, you didn't really think about it. It was just like. All right, I can understand it being all white people on the island because black, black, black people don't swim that good. So <laughs> we shouldn't be can on you that swim? boat. No. <laughs> Hell Shut no. up. Are you serious? I, I, I swam last year in Puerto Rico. <laughs> but I can only swim in the ocean. I'm one of them real black dudes. <laughs> they swim in a pool that's soft. <laughs> You're like swimming for survival. You're yeah. like, I can swim in the ocean yes. if my life depends on it, but yeah. not in the pool if nah. I have to. Nah, that's showing off. <laughs> that's showing off. That's great. That's funny. Uh, I give it, yeah, I give it a 10. We read a 10, one out of 10 pillows. 10 is the best, one is the worst. I loved it. But I, I love dancing and singing movies. Yeah, I just really. Yeah, it's a musical. It was. Yeah, I love musicals. And they were smooth. They were smooth. Yeah, they were. Ben Crosby super, got a hell of a voice. Yeah, yeah, super charming. Him and Danny Cape, they played that like chips. They was good. It yeah. Was, it was good. Yeah. And those ladies were sexy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I love those women in uniforms. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. What do you? What would you give it? I mean, um, between one and ten pillows. I, I would probably give it eight. Because I, I like those movies that are like um those little Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and, oh, and yeah cartoons or yeah no the little the little claymation. like claymation oh yeah 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 that's okay. what we grew up on those that's Christmas oh right Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer claymation right style I've never seen that you didn't see it what no. oh my god no I've seen uh, Nightmare Before Christmas but you've never seen the cl- wow the claymation of Rudolph no oh that shit was oh so god. great really I should see it. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. It's also a classic. All right, I'll watch it. See, yeah, I didn't, a lot of these classics I don't think I watched, or I just, like, totally erased them from my childhood. Oh, that's, oh I see. Yeah, bad memories. Bad no Claymation. Memories. <laughs> yeah. Locked it out. Yeah. All right, okay. cool. Fun. All right, well, we um, we ask we ask questions. We interview you all yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Okay, are you single? I'm just kidding. That's not one of the questions. Yeah, I'm single. But are you married? (laughs) No, I'm divorced. Oh, you're divorced? I'm a single father, two boys, 22 and 17. They both live with me, but my oldest son is in college, so he's on his own. But, yeah, my 17-year-old lives with me. I'm just a single dad. I'm just, like I told you, I'm breaking down these stereotypes one story at a time. Interesting. Is that your thing? That's not my thing, but it's like... It's kind of the way it's working out, you know? Like, that's how you're, you're you mean comedy-wise? Like, how it's unfolding, you it's, mean? This is my whole life, really. Like, okay. it's just like, I graduated from college. I yeah. didn't just go and play ball. I yeah. went back and graduated. Oh. Uh, what did you graduate with? Business management. Okay. And, like, the school's not, it was like 5,000 students. So it wasn't like I could have people do my work. I had to do my own no, work and watching. stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So it was, you know... Um, I've lived abroad because after I played um, basketball, I went overseas and played oh, in uh, Sweden, and I played in uh, Colombia, South America. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So, like, if you if that's why I like that whole what, average, international team. Yeah. What, te- what team? What uh, team? The the name of my team in Sweden was Hetta Skjona, 
and uh, the name of my team in uh, Colombia was Canyoneros del Norte. So did you learn the languages of both countries just, while you were Just there? cuss words. And I knew a little Spanish because I went to college in California and, you know, I took um, um, Chicano literature. So I was learning little words and I, you know, I had a couple, you know, Mexican girlfriends in college and stuff. So I was, yeah. And then when I was in Colombia, the girl that ran the hotel was teaching me Spanish a little. So, yeah. You like Spanish girls, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, that wasn't one of our questions. That's super no. interesting. Yeah. Do you talk about your ball playing and comedy at all? Um, not as much because it's so far removed. It's so like it's so far away. From yeah. It's like I, I mean, the last time I was overseas was '97 when I it, the date I got to uh, Colombia was the same day Princess Diana died in that car accident, oh, wow. and that player got killed from the um, Colombian soccer team when he kicked oh, it in yeah. his own goal. I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work out. Oh, weird. Yeah, that was the day I got there. I was oh. like... It's your welcome party. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, these are the questions. What are some of the things that you find difficult in life, Kenny? Um, I find it difficult <laughs> being a, a single father. Um, just because um, I'm not a nurturer. I know that. You know, oh. I try to sometimes, you know, be that, come here, boy, give me some love and all yeah. of that. But you know, for the most part, I'm just, I'm human. I come home, the dishes ain't washed. I'm like, man, wash the dishes so I can cook something, you know? Like, yeah. And then I'm like, why do I always got to come home and tell you what to do? You got three things you got to do. And so that's like, that's like wow. a headache. How this, old is he? He's 17. Well, that's that age. You got to give them that when they're that age, I think. See, but I think about when I was 17, yeah. I was playing ball. And then, like, we won state championship. I was real good. I was yeah. one of the best in the state of Oregon. I mean, I was. I had a high school fraternity that I was, like, one of the dudes that ran it, that we just created. Yeah. You know, I was a, a, a debutante, you know. I'm like, how could you not want to, like, put yourself in position in the future? Mm-hmm. Can't just come home every day and put your feet up on the wall and play video games. And these kids don't. It's tough. Yeah. No, it's... Where, I mean, where's the mom? Kenny? Uh, the mom is in, um, in Portland. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and then, they, you know, the relationship with the... That's, that's probably my main thing is family is, like, kind of messed up. My family is, like, it's probably a good sitcom. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, because, like... family is it? Yeah, no, but I'm divorced, and my ex-wife lives with my mom. Oh, wow. Really? And, I'm, and I got the kids. Like, it's like, there's no reason for that, you know? It's like, are you guys just fighting me? But y'all giving me a lot of material, you know? <laughs> they gang up That's against true. you. I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of ganging up, but I just don't, like, I'm, I'm 44. I don't listen to no, yeah, anybody. Like, yeah, it's like, want. you could say whatever, but you guys are just, that just sounds like chirp. Chirp. It doesn't, that doesn't affect nothing. I got the kids. There's nothing you can really tell me. Like, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I can't even imagine being a single parent. I can't even imagine being a parent myself. <laughs> I'm like another person. See? I don't think I can't even hardly. Yeah, it's intense. It's intense. Yeah. yeah. And then my son will just leave school and come to my job and get a haircut and come in there and look like the best kid in the world. Yeah. To them. Yeah. Come get his haircut. You know, and then go home and put his feet up on the wall and play the video game with a nice haircut. What's his name? Kalijah. 
Kalijah, do the fucking dishes. That's all I ask. Yeah, Kalijah. Take your feet off the wall. Thank you. Yo, the wall is like, it looks like it wore down and all the way to the steel from his foot. That's a cool wall, though. Yeah, that's cool. it looks cool in here. Actually, it, it really does. Okay, oh, next yeah. question. What's your greatest fear and why? Well, my greatest fear... Um, Anal. Uh, Just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't even. I wasn't even thinking about that. That's what y'all. That's what y'all. Was talking no, about. we don't talk about that guy. So we're very clean. We're very oh. clean. Sean is very dirty. Oh, okay. So it's like a, it's like a good cop, bad cop thing. Going on. <laughs> yeah. Totally okay. Much. Well, um, I, you know, it's it's. Just, I don't fear too much. What, like, what's the greatest fear and why? Uh, you gotta fear something. Everybody fears something. Well, my biggest fear is stand up. I, I, I guess it, I, my biggest fear is being shot. Just being, being shot? A, just being a black dude. Oh. It could just happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, just, just oh like, my God. I, you I leave, totally. Yeah, you leave your yeah. house not thinking anything is, is different than any other day and just a confrontation with another, yeah, another black person, uh, somebody, uh, the police, yeah. anything with the police is just, you're pretty much, yeah. you, 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 you don't have, have to, you have to just let it go. You have you to try. You you it's terrifying. You know? I, I think it's terrifying. So I think that's like, scary, yeah. you know, that's, and how fucking horrible is it that that's a fear that but they're not just me. Like you can't deny that's what's going on. No, you have to accept it. But for me, and also for my 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 kids, like you know what I mean, because they're younger. I've seen a lot. If I was to die today, I mean, I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. Yeah. Those dudes haven't even you know they haven't lived lived yet. And they're your babies. Yeah. So that yeah just that 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 it's always that it could happen. You know. You know. For no, I don't know. For no so you gotta, so you gotta be, kind of let thing. You gotta be easy and let stuff roll off your back yeah. a lot of times. People don't realize how you know how much you have to, and yeah. and nobody knows what you're going through in, at home or at your job. No. You could just have a build up of stuff and dig and just snap. Just snap, yeah. And then, but then that you could the, that could be it. That could be it. Your bad day. All right. So your greatest fear is getting shot because the world is fucked up. I just put those words in your mouth. I, that, yeah, I couldn't okay. have said it better myself. <laughs> I mean, it's true, though. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, next question. Have you conquered any fears? Yeah. All right. All the stuff that I talked about. I set all these goals, like, a long time ago. I, I graduated college, and I wanted to graduate, not just go to college, you know. Um, I wanted to live abroad. I wanted to live all over the, you know. I didn't want to just live in Portland. So, like, for me to move around California yeah. and then, Overseas and in New York, and um, then doing comedy. Comedy is like putting yourself out there, really. Oh my god! Like yeah, yeah you're on stage and it's you, and it's, it's nobody you. else, and you can't blame people. Nope. You can't like say he threw a bad pass to me. You can't even blame the defense. audience, which yeah. people do, but well, you can't. You can't blame the audience, but the audiences kind of are subjective because yeah. sometimes you can do a set that you just killed with. And another place, and they're like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. I did that. I did that one night. Um, I did a show. Uh, PD uh, Diabre, who was hosting at uh, Parkside Lounge, 
And I mean, I killed afterwards the guys that put the show together. They were giving Petey their card to give to me. You know, they could have just went here, Kenny, but they was like, here, Petey, give Kenny that card. You know, two of them, both guys. And Petey was yeah. like, I don't know. They just like, I mean, I had a great set. And afterwards, I went to Grizzly Pear. And I throw, and I throw shows there, two yeah. shows a week. Yeah. Right? And it's one of those rooms that you either could do great, oh, yeah. you could do all right, or you could bump. So I, they, they were like, yeah, Kenny, we want you to open the show for us because, you know, they need a real comic and all that. I was like, word, I'm the guy you're looking for then. I get up there, I do my first three or four minutes going cool. I said something about Mexicans and Muslims. Uh -oh. <laughs> what? How could that Girl, go wrong? <laughs> and it was like we were in another dimension. And, that, and all of a sudden, all their faces was just looking at me like. Nope. They didn't get up and walk either. They Girl. stayed. They wanted me to see them not. No. No. <laughs> no. no. Comedy uh, keeps you humble. They made me even. I even had to ask, what y'all mad? Yeah. I don't know. It was that far gone. I mean, it happens. And one night I went from Rocky to the guy Rocky knocks out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Just it can be the opposite, too. You can. I've tanked at a show, or I've had multiple shows in the night where the first show is horrible, and then each show after that, it gets better. Like mm. if I, And then finally by the end... It's almost like, I, I don't know what, I wasn't warmed up to begin with, or I don't know. So I've had the opposite, too. Mm -hmm. But I have also had that, where you kill, and then the next show is just eating a fucking giant dick. That hurts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and even then, still, though, what and what happens to me when it's great is I want to get back on stage, and when it sucks, I want to get back on stage, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to get back on stage. That's the thing. Yeah. And, and you can't wait too long nah, after a bad nah, one. Nah, you know, nah, nah, Next day. You, no, you, you, you got to, like, take it and, like, okay, that's just like I went to the park to go shoot jumpers, and my jump shot was off today, but I did go get my workout in, you know? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh. Workout. Yeah. All right, those are all our questions. Good job. That was it. That's it. We have other No, that's it for questions. Oh. That we have more stuff to do. Yeah, we so have. We started this thing where we we each we write a script each week. Yeah. And our theme is um, Christmas for the Christmas season. So I wrote this script, and uh, we just do a cold reading. Shauna, you she glimpsed at it earlier. I glimpsed at it earlier. Yeah. So. Um, there is Santa Elf, Santa Elf, Chuck, and uh, Santa. So, who do you want to be? Do you um, want to be Santa, an elf, or another elf? Uh, Chuck. You want to be Chuck? I guess. Okay, what do you want to be, Ankara? Um, I'll be a Santa's elf. Okay, so I'm Santa? Yeah. Okay, great. Hey, here we go. Internal gaming. I grew up on a Christmas tree farm, so I should be Santa. But for Spoon, who's grown up on a Christmas tree farm, you don't really know that much about Christmas. Uh, no, but I know a lot about Christmas trees. There you go. <laughs> so internal day, Macy's Santa floor, Santa's floor backstage. Chuck, I didn't think you were going to be on Elf this year. Thought maybe management was going to give you the shot at playing Santa. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't really want to play Santa. Who needs a reason to get fat? <laughs> Chuck, you know it's a suit, right? Yeah, of course I do. It just wouldn't fit me. So I get why they didn't hire me as Santa this year. <laughs> Dude, it's a fat suit. Yeah, it's a P-H-A-T. But when did you get so urban? 
No, it's a fact. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, my little workers. I'm Chris. Nice to meet you. What up, Chris? I'm Lawrence, and this is Chuck. Never seen you. Never seen you before. here before. How'd you get this job? Well, uh, with a little Christmas spirit, anything can happen. Dude. Are you serious? This is the most absurd thing I've heard in my life. Seriously, who's your agent? I don't have an agent. I just walked in to see all the good girls and boys so I can bring the list back to the North Pole. Creepy. It was Tina, wasn't it? She is so full of shit. I can't believe I slept with her only to not get to play Santa. Unbelievable. Tina Aguilera? She's a jolly young singer, isn't she? What? Buddy, I'm talking about Tina in management. She chooses who plays Santa. Are you even supposed to be here? You know Christina Aguilera? Yes, her family has me over for Cinco de Mayo every year. How do you know Christina Aguilera? <laughs> Is that how you got this job? Wait, why would you use a connection like her to get a job like this? Boys, Christina has been a good girl all these years, so I pay my respects, but I think you uh, may be a little confused about the Christmas spirit. No way. I'm reporting this to HR. This is ridiculous. But we're freelance. We don't have HR. Well, then I'm calling my agent. Wait, you can't. Santa knows you slept with Tina. You're going to get in trouble, and then you're never going to have a chance to play Santa. Damn it, you're right. What should I do? Uh, I have a suggestion. Why don't you take my suit, and this will be my Christmas present to you. Gross. I don't want your dirty suit. Uh, please, I insist. Santa, he said no. Santa begins taking off his Christmas suit. Stop! This is not okay. Where did they find this guy? The North Pole! Oh, okay. Chuck, I think this is where we just leave. This does not feel like last year with those strippers. Let's go. I think Rockefeller Center is hiring. You're great! Yeah, that was really good. Good cold read. Good job, Kenny. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. 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 Good job. Team player. Team player. <laughs> Thanks, Ankara. Thank you. And and we have one more segment. Um, we, are you we, able to get out of yeah, we do. So then what else we do is every um, week we write a uh, story. And uh, we have, pick a theme. She writes one part, I write one part, she writes one part. If it's just us doing the podcast, the person who wrote it, no, the, the person who wrote it gives it to the other person to read. And, we, and the person who uh, is reading it hasn't read it yet. Basically, I wrote it this time. Sean has never heard it. Oh. And you're going to read yeah. it out loud. If you want. And um, this one is about, uh, what is it about? It's about this girl who went to oh, the holiday. Uh, Toronto for a girl's trip. And while she was there, she won a, ch- a week stay in a billionaire's like penthouse. And yeah. She, uh, yeah. She doesn't remember <laughs> okay. what happened the night before. And this guy dressed up in a lab coat shows up at her penthouse apartment. And... And that's where we start. And that's where this this part of the story starts. Oh, yeah, yeah. She hired a, a male stripper in the middle of the night when she was wasted. And he knocked that on the door. That was my idea. And the door. <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, and then I start. Okay, yeah. And this is where it starts from. So this is where you read. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a lot of paragraphs. It's not that long, but... Okay. Feel free to get into it, you know? All right. Canadians are known to be some of the most polite people as a whole, so to really engulf myself in the culture, I did what any polite person would do. I invited the stripper slash hooker doctor into my luxury penthouse apartment. 
care to join me for breakfast? I ordered way too much. Moments like these should never be spent alone. He agreed to join me for some food, wherever your heart desires, little lady. Okay, definitely don't call me little lady. I'm from Alabama, and as you can see, I am no size two. His face when I said that was priceless. As he walked in, he flashed me for a second, but I didn't, I wasn't ready for it, so I didn't see anything. Just the motion. Damn it. He rolled the room service trays to the outside veranda, and I followed, carrying the chairs. We sat down and started talking, but I soon realized his Canadian accent was crackling here and there. It almost sounded like a New York accent coming out, so I asked him, are you from Canada? He replied, that's what you requested last night. I said, yeah, but your accent sounds off. Are you from New York? And out of nowhere, he began talking in a thick, long island accent. Yes, sweetheart, you got it right. I'm here on a bachelor party, and this was a dare, but I think I really like you, so let me dance for you. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I like it. Yeah. Good job again. Uh, you have I was, a good voice. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, well, that is all we have. Do you want to plug some of your shows coming up? Yeah, let's plug shows. Okay, and your Twitter, yeah, let's plug shows. Yeah, your Twitter. All right, so Facebook. we at the Love Jones. That's every Tuesday night at 830, Rancho Vegano, Spanish Harlem, yes. 117th and 2nd, uh, Wednesday nights. Your rose gold microphone. Yeah, the rose gold microphone is right over there. Y'all going to see it when we take this picture in front of this Rancho Vegano <laughs> drop. <laughs> then we got I uh, got uh, the Sting open mic uh, every Wednesday at the Duck. It's right down the street on 112th and 2nd. Oh. Right yeah, the duck, and I'm from Oregon. That's the whole, yeah. So then um, uh, Wednesday nights, also at the same time at 8 p.m., I run a show at Grizzly Pear. Um, and then Sundays at 8 p.m. at Grizzly Pear every um, Sunday. And then every other Sunday at uh, Village Lantern at 8 p.m. So okay. You are busy. And they can follow you on social media yeah. so you can see the shows. They yeah. can know when the shows are. Yes, okay. uh, on Instagram, I'm <laughs> underscore the average black man, the whole thing. Um, on Twitter is uh, AVG underscore black underscore man and on Facebook I'm Kenny Warren nice and we'll tag you on this also yeah 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 and actually real quick what is the average black man about what is that well that was where you tag everything yeah, with yeah the average black man that just was like and people used to always be like man how do you do all this stuff you know you're a father you're a barber a promoter you, you know comedian you know a mentor all these things and I was like man it's I'm just the average black man, you know? <laughs> we are above average. Yeah. That's it. That's, oh, that's good. All that's right. a good one. All right, good cool. way to end it. I like it. Awesome. Thanks, Kenny Thanks. Warren. Thank you. Yes. Bye, guys. Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show.